Welcome back. This is Experimental Nonsense. Long time no here. I'm Justin. This is Nathan. And like I said, we are Experimental Nonsense. You can find us on the web, 3kbros.blogspot.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at exp underscore nonsense. Um, before we start, I'd like to thank our friends over at Stitcher Radio, stitcher.com, as well as amazon.com. Thank you, fellas. Nathan, it has been a while. Uh, I agree. It has been way too long. Way too long. Way too long. But sometimes you need that little vacation to get your head clear. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Uh, but it's it's it, it's an opportunity to really dive back in and get after some new uh, new topics. Really mm-hmm. focus our mind on the path forward and the finish line and insert what? there's a finish line already <laughs> insert corporate jargon yeah i i just think that it's a a lot of things were going on a lot of busy times um and but we never leave you <laughs> it's what? just check twitter just just like wedding crashers <laughs> i'd find you <laughs> exactly um what are we drinking tonight i have a uh Dogtoberfest from our good friends at Flying Dog Brewery. And I'm actually drinking from the Flying Dog The Fear Imperial Pumpkin Ale. I believe that's the seasonal ale. You as is Dog <laughs> as is Dogtoberfest because it is October. Um, you you nailed that one. I have to say this is one of my first well it is my first Dogtoberfest and I have to say it's good. I like it. The the fear is uh I was we when we were at the liquor store trying to figure out what we were gonna get and we decided on this we uh didn't know if we were gonna go down that road but this is actually a pretty good uh, imperial ale yeah the fear um and uh, one thing I, we've said it before just the artwork on the flying dog cans the bottles is just remarkable uh, but uh, big fans of flying dog brewery anyway let's get started yeah let's do it we we since we've been gone so long. We figured we'd just come up with some random topics and just go from there and discuss. Now, like I said before, it is October, and what's everyone's favorite time in October? Halloween? Columbus Day. Uh. (laughs) No, Halloween. College college football and real football? Columbus Day. Postseason baseball. Columbus Day. Um, But speaking of Halloween... (laughs) We were thinking as we were discussing, as we were uh, um, milling around, milling and... around, talking. We're like, "What Halloween costumes? Sometimes they get so over the top. Um, stores are all selling them now. You can see everything from Spider Man to Thor to that's not a big gap though. Sexy nurse to what, whatever. So we got to thinking, what what are the best and worst Halloween costumes we've ever seen? Now, we both attended a large university. Um, so you all obviously see, um, what you would expect at a large university, uh, uh, Halloween weekend, but what are some of the best and worst costumes that we've ever seen? I mean, you think about it from not only just the, uh, the college life, but I, I've had a Halloween party or two. Um, I've been to a few, uh, that are a little bit older and I've seen, that's where people get some really impressive Creative, um, yeah, and and when they have the money and the time to be able to really invest in, I've seen some incredible uh, uh, costumes and actually just 
parties where they go all out too. So, what were some of those examples of those yeah. really great? So, well, a couple of the really fun ones. Do you, should we go best or worst first? Let's let's go worst. What are some of the worst costumes you've ever seen? Uh, number one is just the Pokemon on adult guys, which brings us back to a an, an old college an old college party, and the outfits were. No, we got to set the <laughs> set the scene now. I I wasn't directly involved in this, and neither was Nathan. But it's it's Halloween. It falls on a weekend. And, of course, at a large university, you know it's going to be fun. But then you start looking around. Hey, we're starting to get invited to these costume parties. What are we going to go as? Yeah. So that's when you do the quick trip to the Walmart. Go to the costume section. And surprise, surprise, everything is picked over. So what what do our uh, esteemed brother and friends do? They pick out child size Pokemon <laughs> outfits to wear to this costume party. These hold on, hold on. Look, just to put it in context, nobody was dating any girls at the time. I mean, <clears throat> maybe this is why. <laughs> but so this is an opportunity to the college to have a good night where you know it, every inhibitions are are down and everyone's dressed in in something. You know, that you wouldn't usually out see. of the ordinary, yeah. kind of put you in a different mindset. Hey, anything can happen. It's Halloween, and they just they decided, wow. And <laughs> I can't remember the names of these Pokemon. I'll try to explain to them. One of them was black and white and looked like a um, cyclone. You know, like where like a tilt a whirl, tilt a whirl, and I think and, that was his name. No. The person we found out that this Pokemon's name is Poliwhirl. <laughs> I don't know who Poliwhirl is, but the person wears this Poliwhirl. Whenever he jumps into a room, he yells "Orgasmo!" <laughs> like all the Pokemon do when they, whenever I guess when they show up, they scream their name and they shoot fire out of their mouth. <laughs> but our friend jumps around the corner and says "Orgasmo!" And we're like, "No, Poliwhirl!" And he's like, "Poliwhirl!" <laughs> it was. Classic in seeing the reactions on people wear it. So keep in mind these are child sized costumes, and you know you're talking about six foot people, large people, fitting in child's large Pokemon outfits. So it didn't even cover their it covered their chest. It covered their chest. They had to cut holes for their arms. It was a disaster. Oh, it was classic. Oh. did it, you win? You win as Magnum PI. I and when that was one of my best costumes. Unfortunately. As part of my costume, so I had these really short shorts, I had a Hawaiian shirt, I had these big sunglasses, but what do I do? Of course, I don't have a mustache at the time, so I look around and I find this fake hair and adhesive. Well, you found it at a store. Don't make it sound like you went around the (laughs) back. No, I was searching around the bottom of the toilet and found this hair. No, it was a hair set at Walmart and it had adhesive so you could actually, you know, adhesive. glue this hair to your body wherever you needed to do That's it. That's what adhesive does. And you would wash off with hair. Of course, when I'm trying to put my mustache on, I put a lot of adhesive in my mouth <laughs> and trying to get it above my upper lip. And all of a sudden, I don't feel well. I'm up in the bathroom thinking I'm going to throw up. Well, it turns out I ingested a lot of this adhesive trying to put it in my mouth. It's you know, seeped onto my upper lip. And of course, I'm licking no, my it, lips. It, 
it was on your upper lip and it seeped into your seeped mouth. Seeped into my <laughs> mouth. And I did not get to partake in any of the Halloween activities. I, I think I kind of mailed it in on that one because I think I wore, I had a, one of the t-shirts that just said college. And, uh, and that's one of the worst costumes, I think, is, is someone who, who's like, you know, what am I going to do? I put my college shirt on. Hi! <laughs> Animal House. I'm Animal House. John Belushi. Yeah, it was... I can have a beer now. I'm dressed up. Well, and thanks to our friend that was there, uh, one of our good friends, Noah, um, he, uh, he actually had a bottle with Jack Daniels, uh, and he, he finished the last of the bottle so I could carry it around with me. And later in the night, it got filled back up with some Jack that I carried around and drank. <laughs> so, um, you know, not it was it was a decent effort, and it was last minute. And that was the funny thing. It was in uh, a friend, another one of my friends, came up to visit uh, Penn State. We all know that we're all Penn State fans, and uh, he came up to visit, and he wore a new uh, Redskins jersey, and I forget who it was. Um, who uh, Cordell Stewart threw to who for in Colorado? Who was the receiver? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. But he went as that, and so my friend is uh, was a six foot, not even six foot five ten white guy with kind of a ridiculous haircut, and he's wearing a Redskins jersey, and he's like, "I'm a football player." <laughs> there was like, "No, you're not." You cannot. You can never go wrong if you play mm-hmm. sports when you're a kid. You're last minute. You're like, I just wear my soccer jersey. Yeah, I wear my football jersey. Hey, I'm dressed up. You go get candy. All right. Well, so there was one of my worst was the, was the Poke. We went to we digressed into a different world, but uh, the Pokemon costume on adult guys was one of my worst that I've ever seen. I would agree with that one. All right. So what do you got for one? Pokemon costumes <laughs> on adult males. <laughs> no, I, I always get disappointed when you see. Um, when you see someone who just didn't put a lot of thought into it, and um, the ghost, you get something like uh, a sheet over someone, um, men dressing up as women. You know, oh, I'll just throw my dread this dress on, or you know, I'm, I'm never really a big fan of things that are just so scatological, so inappropriate. Where you see them like, oh, I'm the bikini inspector. Yeah, those are kind of they, they kind of mail it, and the ones that wear the FBI shirt instead of being Federal Bureau of Investigation, it's the the body inspector or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, federal body inspector. I, I always get disappointed with that because it's so it's such an opportunity to be creative. Yeah. So would uh so you went with that the the non creative. Non creative, yeah. Okay. So I got one for you. Okay. So you know, one of the big things for Halloween is it's always the big joke that women get to dress in the, the sexy, slutty type outfits and it's it's accepted. Which more power to them, I love it. <laughs> um but uh, it was one that uh, I was at a party, and it was the opposite of a sexy nurse. The opposite of a sexy nurse is an ugly doctor? So, well, no. So it was a non-sexy nurse. Non-sexy nurse. Uh, and she was dressed in uh, just like a really baggy, uh, um, what do you call uh, scrubs, real baggy. Uh, looked like throw up was on the <laughs> the top. Um, the stethoscope was around, but it was like kind of dangling. Uh, she looked just grizzled and like that she just had the worst day on earth. And it was just awful. And she 
And I remember going up and talking to her and saying, I was like, so this is a, this is a different take on the nurse idea. She goes, I'm going more realistic. I was like, are you a nurse? She goes, oh, no. She goes, <laughs> she goes I work in banking. And I was like, <laughs> so it was just great. And it was just the opposite. But it was one of those opportunities where, and she was beautiful, but she just wanted to go with something different. And I actually think it may have been throw up. On the uh, on the top part of the scrubs. Oh, so she went like method or uh, method actor. Yeah, like it was it was pretty. It looked pretty accurate. It almost looked like somebody ate spaghettios and then threw up spaghettios on the shirt. Wow, that's going the yeah. Let's actually have throw up, and I will wear this, and I will win costume of the night. Uh, and I I don't think I don't know if she did, but it was it was pretty impressive. So that's one of the worst because I was like, oh man, she it'd be great if she would have gone the opposite direction. <laughs> So, well, I mean, nurses do have to put up with a lot. So, yeah, exactly. So it was more realistic nurse. You got another worst one? No. Uh, I got another one. Another one? So, in uh, right after college? Maybe in college. I can't remember when it was. A, a dude wore a, mil- a giant milk carton. A, made a cardboard box, painted it as a milk carton. Okay. And it was this just giant thing at a at a bar, and he's trying to move around, and his head's at the top where you like where you put the straw in the milk, so his head's at the top, and it was impossible for him to move around. His arms really couldn't get to his mouth to be able to drink. He was just in the way, and <laughs> it was at one point you could see people just getting frustrated with this guy because I mean it was probably three by three in that square. Oh wow. So it was huge. It looked like a refrigerator may have come in that box. And he had it all. Like, he had the right dimensions of it. It just was real difficult. And so he'd bump into things. He knocked the one guy's drink. In his party, he knocked the one guy's beer over. Can't do that. And he was just like, he goes, come on! It was... was, I thought it was interesting, but it was... A for effort, but logistically, just not a good idea. You never want to go as something... So obscene, so big that you're going to ruin it for everyone else. Absolutely. And that's what I think it was, is he just kind of like, he, he thought, it, it, great idea and it was poorly executed. But, uh, and the last one I had for worst was uh, on that same, same principle where it was short turnaround time for going out and for a Halloween party. And a friend of mine in college, freshman or somewhere, you decide, he was like, I'm going to go as a pilot. Uh, and I was like, well, like a fighter jet pilot? He's like, yeah, I have, a leather, I have a leather jacket. I got some aviator sunglasses and I'll wear a hat. I was like, well, that could also be construed as like a biker or a trucker. He's like, well, no, I'll, uh, I'll wear boots. So he wore boots. And I was like, so jeans, boots, leather jacket, aviator sunglasses. So what, what point is this a pilot? He goes, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> At that point, I'm thinking village people. Yeah. It was classic. I was just like, wow, you really, you really stepped up on that. So that's the idea of I, you have an intended costume, but as you get further and further into it, you're like, wow, I really overshot here. That, this is nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so do you have some bests? <laughs> well, you really nailed this topic. I really nailed this topic for the, for the random cast. Best... Best, uh, I, I always love something that can take some pulp cult, pop culture, what's go, whatever's going on, and turn it into something, you know. Um, 
for example, a couple years ago, you went as um, Fruit Ninja. Yeah. When Fruit Ninja was at its height, uh, Nathan is in uh, all black. And no, brown. Al Brown, just like the background of Fruit Ninja. He's got pieces of fake fruit all over him. Velcroed on. Velcroed on. And a sword. Fruit Ninja. Hey, that's pretty creative. That's pretty good. Cool. Easy execution. Turns out really well. My girlfriend at the time, a great friend of mine still, she did all the... Uh, she came up with the, the how to execute the costume. At that same... At that same Halloween party that you threw, uh, one of the best entrances I've ever seen is your, uh, our friend Paul coming in with his wife, Jessica. He's dressed as Robert Palmer <laughs> in um, Simply Irresistible. Yep. The old Simply Irresistible. It looks exactly like Robert Palmer. Here comes his wife dressed in the little black dress, hair slicked back like the girl's Red lipstick, yep. yeah. And she has the guitar. It was genius. Yeah. That was a great one. He had, he had the mic and everything. That, that was, was a great one. Uh, that was uh, you and uh, Kathy went as uh, Lois and Peter. My wife and I went as Peter and Lois Griffin. Um, that was pretty good. You guys did that pretty well. Yeah, luckily I'm large enough that I didn't have to wear anything under my shirt. Well, I don't know about that. But, um, but uh, yeah, we went as um, Peter and Lois Griffin. Uh, Dustin and Sandy, uh, his wife, they uh, she went as a flight attendant from that show that was on for the short period of time, Pan... Pan Am. Pan Am. She went as that, but, uh, and Dustin, it was, it was pretty good with how they did theirs, too. It's always cool to see how creative people get. So you always have this um, expectation when you see, like, hey, wow, that's really good. And uh, well, another one from that was, I, my, I think it was that one or maybe the next one, that my friend Steve was Mario. And he got the, uh, instead of it being like an XL costume, he got the large costume, so it was a little tight. <laughs> and it was a little tight, but he pulled it off with the hat and a little mustache. And he, uh, everywhere he went, he was like, it's a Mario. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. But two that came to uh, to the top of my uh, mind, outside of those that we just discussed, was uh, a friend of mine, he and his wife, he went as the mouse trap and she went as the mouse. Um, so he actually had this long, like, it looked like a, almost like a cornhole board. Um, and it was really impressive how he did it. And then his wife was the mouse and he had, it was accurate. It had everything. It was really cool how he did that. Like his, like his head was like the block of cheese. And okay. so that was pretty cool. And so if they laid down on the ground, it would, it was, it was oh, really that's good. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good. The, the couple, the couple costume combination is really, is, is, uh, if it's executed well, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, one from the other party was uh, my friend Pat that did, he did the uh, Captain, um, Captain Morgan, Captain Morgan, and he had the long hair and he actually, but instead of him bringing a plastic sword, he brought the real sword. He did bring a real sword. I he had remember the, that. He had the boots and he would, he stood with the the leg up, but he had a real sword, which was very dangerous for a bunch of people that were drinking. Yes, and I think at one point we said, "All right, let's put this somewhere else." Yeah, we hit it. Yeah, because um, one that I uh, that I initially saw and and enjoyed was um, couple costume. Guys dressed as an extension cord, the other and the woman's dressed as the outlet. Oh uh, yeah, those yeah. are pretty good. So it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, there's an innuendo here. Yeah, the I was out in uh, the one year uh, I went out to Colorado with a buddy, actually Paul, one of the guys. Uh, we flew out to go see his cousin. We went to a couple Halloween parties, and there were some really good costumes. And one of the ones I remember was like uh, 
a 1920s gangster type. Oh, okay. And he had he was dressed in the uh, the 20s gangster thing. He had a girl that was dressed as kind of like a flapper uh, girl. It was really cool how they did that. And the uh, the machine gun, the Tommy gun, yeah, was very authentic looking, but it wasn't real. Okay. So I thought that was really cool. Nice. So that was a uh, you know, and if if Johnny Depp were there in the uh, from the movie with Christian Bale, uh, oh, okay. it would it would yeah. have been exactly Public enemies. Yeah, it would have been exactly like that. Cool. So, all right, well, there's some best and worst costumes that we've ever seen. Hopefully, we gave you some even even some advice to use in the next few weeks as we get ready for Halloween. Probably not. Yeah. No, yeah just do whatever you're going to do, <laughs> and we'll, crit- we'll, we'll critique it later. Um, as part of this randomness, you get as experimental nonsense. Um, I, I want to frame this the right way. I was watching The Matrix last night, which is one of my favorite all-time movies. I love it, love it, love it. Um, but I was watching Lawrence Fishburne explain to Keanu Reeves about the Matrix and all this, and I, I started thinking, I was like, what is Lawrence Fishburne most known for? I mean, here's an actor that's been in a lot of movies, um, great actor, even starred in some Shakespearean mm-hmm. um, um, movies. And I'm thinking, what is he best known for? And I, I couldn't get away from the Matrix. I mean, that was the, the Morpheus character was a defining character, I would say. Um, and that led me to th- ask this question, and I'm uh, looking for some input. Uh, as an actor, would you rather be known for one iconic role that's very memorable, memorable, or would you rather be an actor that stars in a lot of movies, but you never carry the movie? You're either like, you're, yeah, you could be a lead, or you could be a supporting actor. Um, you're in a lot of movies, but is it really memorable? You can have a good career, but is it really memorable? Or would you rather be someone that's really known for one iconic role? That's that's a kind of almost a loaded question. It's tough to define that because you think of so many actors that are have iconic roles, but then they do a couple other. I mean, I think of the you know Leonardo DiCaprio, who's just been iconic in multiple characters. But do people remember him most for Titanic? I mean, I would hope not. I would think maybe Wolf of Wall Street or, you know, some of the other movies he's done. I think with Leo, you'd Inception. say that he's done enough where it's like, I can't, I can, I could not just look at him and be like, hey, one role define this actor. Like, I think of something that comes to to my mind, actually a couple actors, but I, uh, one that, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Okay. Uh, he was Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. Um, I mean, that, that was just, I mean, phenomenal. But then kind of, he's kind of fallen off and he kind of picks and chooses his movies now, but he doesn't really carry movies. So that's one of those things where, you know, you have Lord of the Rings, which is one of the greatest franchises of all time, um, but you don't have much other than... You, well, he has plenty of other good things, but they're not like these ones that just stand out. Correct. Or like John Favreau. John, I mean, I don't know. I mean, John Favreau is one of those guys that he, uber talented behind the, behind the camera, in front of the camera, but he's never going to be a star player. And I don't think he wants to be though. But I mean, what are you going to remember him for? Swingers. Swingers was Swingers is a great movie. He's also um, directed a lot of stuff. Directed Iron Man One. Yeah. Um, he's involved in that franchise. Uh, he did this movie this year called Chef, which was really well reviewed, and he's kind of the lead in that. But no, I mean, 
mainstream wise, no one's got to remember that. Yeah, like he was in that movie, The Breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston, where he was the friend. He's he always the secondary guy. Couples. He's like, oh, that guy looks familiar. You know, oh, he does a pretty good job. Killed it in Rudy. <laughs> Rudy, very secondary character in Rudy. But I mean, so let's let's hammer out the question then. Like, and I'm going to pose you, you're you're much more uh, aware of the, the the movie world than I am. Um, well, I live in Hollywood. Still, um, so to you then, would you rather be that the iconic character or somebody that? And and let's make sure we put this caveat with this: the the iconic character still has lots of work that it like he or she does, but isn't you know they're not struggling, but they're they're known as like Lawrence Fishburne's the perfect example. I mean, he kills a lot of things, but he's still known as kind of like the you know the Matrix thing. And just for everybody in the in internet world, Justin just poured beer on himself. <laughs> So, two names come to mind. When I think of iconic role, I think people that... I, I want to say people are going to remember you. Maybe even you, you get Oscar recognition. Two names come to mind. Roberto Benigni and uh, Adrian Brody. Brody. Two actors that, for some reason, killed in one role, win an Oscar, but what have they done since? Javier Bardem. I mean, that, that, that's... Well, Javier Bardem is, is someone that you... You'll see a lot more out of. But I, I think of that. Is that an iconic role for those two? Well, for them, yeah. Because you haven't seen them do anything since. Now, for me, I think I, as an actor, and I'm trying to think of this as an actor, I would have an ego. I don't think... You, you have an ego. Well, yeah, but I, 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 I couldn't see myself being happy being defined by one role. And even think back to years ago, Marlon Brando. What what's he most known for to this generation? Yeah, Vito Corleone. Of course, that's what he's known for. But if you go back, like look at all the other roles that he had. Right. I mean, that's I nailed that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, he's a talented actor that did a lot of things before Vito Corleone, and even things after that. What's is is he defined in that iconic role as Vito Corleone? I think, I think almost the, he has to be. I mean, that franchise alone is still to this day holds up better than a lot of those other, like other franchises. So I think you almost have to put him in that character where he is defined by the, the iconic role and you just have to deal with it. And, but it still leads to the question, would you rather be Marlon Brando of The Godfather or, you know... Somebody else that still has got lots of good things to his credit, or her credit, but would you rather be that person that's like, you know, wow, that was a, that was, that changed. That changed cinema. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think if you think like that, I think there's very few roles that have ever been like, another name comes on, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You know, but on which side? I, I think he started in a lot of roles, he killed a lot of roles, but he's not known for one specific role. And if I'm an actor, maybe that's the path I'm choosing then, is that no one role, no one part that I played ever received this iconic. I'm never going to be remembered for Vito Corleone, or I'm never going to be remembered as Rose, uh, you know, Citizen Kane. Mm -hmm. But I did a lot of movies, and a lot of them were good, and I was pretty good in all of them. 
wow, the Philip Seymour Hoffman one just blew my mind. I mean, and, and you take that from the, the different sides of it. Along Came Polly, which was not a very good movie. It had some points where it was funny, but every scene that he was in, phenomenal. He was funny. And then another one where he was a character where he, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing this in Mission Impossible 3. He, he made that movie tolerable. <laughs> and, and that was one of the better Mission Impossibles. Like, yeah. But he, he, you know, and that's actually kind of like a, a, a sport type thing. Is where he elevated the rest of the performances because of how good he was. That just blew my mind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Talented actor that you rem- that not rest, necessarily rest in peace. Not necessarily, not necessarily incredibly memorable. But when you think back, like, hey, wow, he was really good in that. Oh, he was really good in that too. Oh, wait, this guy was a really good actor. I think, in my perspective, I think that's what I'd want to be remembered as if I were an actor. So, so you're gonna go with the the constant high level. Well, you can't, but you can't say high level though. Like, well, none of the, none of those guys did. A plus material all the time, right? I mean, we can't get away from that. I mean, uh, Tom Cruise is another guy that is in so many movies. Could you have one role that defined him? I I like to think of him in Top Gun, classic. But I mean, he's done a lot of other good stuff. He's done a lot of crap too. So yeah. So here's my question to you then. So this actually this is Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks might be the perfect example of that person that will never go down in history as someone as one role that defines him, but one of those guys that did A-level material for so many films. I mean, you think about that. Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, I mean, uh, Castaway. Castaway, Captain Phillips. Yeah. Um, I mean, he picks and chooses what he wants now, which I get. I mean, what was the uh, the one that... uh, Believe... He was a, a comedic actor for the beginning. Yeah, did some bad movies in the. What beginning. was the one where it was a uh, about the house that they bought, the money pit? Yeah, that was <laughs> classic. That's a that's a bad movie. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> he was a guy, uh, in Joe versus the volcano. Well, another one. Yeah, well, it, it's that. Well, he had that chemistry with Meg Ryan, um, but Tom Hanks is one of those guys, and maybe that he defies this law of like, hey, I'm pretty good in everything I do. But he's never going to be remembered for one role. What do I think of Philadelphia when I think of Tom Hanks? No, that's not the only thing because he's done so well in so many of these roles. Well, then, but I, then at the same time, I would say I would throw Morgan Freeman at you. Morgan Freeman. What what movie has Morgan Freeman been the star of? What has he been the lead in? Oh, that's a great point. Like Shawshank. The he's Batman's a, like he's been that he's a supporting guy that's really good in everything. This just blew my mind again. He's he's a supporting guy that does really well in everything he's in. Even Dolphin Tail. I saw I haven't seen Dolphin Tail too, but Dolphin Tail one, he's pretty good in that. Well, in it just over uh Happy Feet, like, you know, just the 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 oh, Morgan Freeman. Like his just that voice alone, but that's, get get right. busy living, get busy dying. I, I mean, still, I still use that on a daily basis. So, all right. So let's get back to the question. So we can. Um, so <clears throat> you're gonna say that you can't say that you're gonna do the 
you can't say you're going to be the Tom Hanks of the. Of no, the, no, that that the Tom Hanks thing. I mean, that's, that's an anomaly. That's an anomaly. That that's the that's the standard deviation, or that's the outlier. I mean, yeah, that's the outlier in this whole situation is someone like Tom Hanks. But I think, from my perspective, I'd want to be known for supporting roles or people. I'm never carrying a movie, but I do a lot of roles where people sit back. Hey, hey you know what? Justin was in that movie. He was pretty good in that. Oh, wait, he was in that movie too. Remember that one part when he, I think that from my perspective, that's where I'm going. Okay. Um, and you know that I like to, I like to be an alpha, you know, that even though I'm the youngest, um, initially I thought that I was going to want to have that one iconic role. Like, and you, one of the first ones you, when you brought up Brando, like that, that's one of the first ones that I thought of. Um, and then I thought, you know, Viggo Mortensen for Aragorn and all those things. Like, I started... My mind went first to that person that was just this amazing role. But from what you've described after listening to the discussion we've had, and I hate doing it, but I I have to agree with you. I think that it's the... It's the the constant versus the, the peak. And that's what—that's the best way I can describe it. Is I'd rather be the constant of a movie versus the peak. And you've just been master debated. <laughs> you've been that, waiting. That's—I've <laughs> been thinking about that the whole time. That's what debate is. I mean, that's what, isn't that the point to convince the other side of what you're doing? And and I think. Oh, I thought about differently because you just said something else. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that's right. From an actor's perspective, yeah, I'd want to be remembered in a multitude of films rather than. Hey, man. Well, to that point, Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie, Along Comes Polly, is known for this childhood role he played. And you look at him and be like, that was the worst thing I ever did. And he was still, he stole every scene. Yeah. And it was, it was great. So that, I think I win that round. I win most of everything. But I'm claiming this one. So there's that. I win. I win that uh, discussion. That's the debate. Now, we want to end this random cast with a new game that we've been throwing back and forth. And uh, I urge uh, our listeners to get involved. Use the hashtag things I'll never say, because that's what we're calling this segment is things I'll never say. Please tweet us at exp underscore nonsense using the hashtag things I'll never say. The way this game works is basically we're going to go back and forth and we're going to say things that, well, we would never say. So, for example, you, well, you, let's you get started. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just back and forth. <laughs> things I'll never say. Hashtag things I'll never say. First one, I'll go first. A new Beaver album? Yes, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's... Uh, right. Um, <laughs> I'm winning. This, this is how this game works, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag things I'll never say. Uh, sure, I'll go out with Amanda Bynes and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh, man. That's got crazy written all over it. Um, whatever happened to movie musicals? <laughs> Hashtag things I'll never say. Go. Heck yeah, I'll trade my truck in for a minivan. Oh, that hits at the heart. I'll have the soy burger, please. 
They can't all be winners. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love Tom Brady and the Patriots. No, okay. But the chair doesn't match the room's decor. <laughs> Things I'll never say. <laughs> to that to that one. Yes, that outfit looks makes you look fat. Oh, that's a good one. Keep that in mind, gentlemen. 50 bucks says I can hurdle that fence. <laughs> I actually want to put you to that right now. <laughs> no. Things I'll never say. Uh, no, a night out with the guys sounds boring. <laughs> um, it's just a habanero. How hot could it be? <laughs> well, really? Uh, <laughs> Jameis Winston could marry my daughter. Whoa, Zingo! Um, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen changed my life <laughs> for the better. Sh- Shia LaBeouf is is definitely my favorite person on earth. Things I'll never say. Uh, no, that's okay. I don't. I don't want to watch the game tonight. <laughs> Things I'll never say. I, I'm, I'm out right now. Out. Said, after going through these, I, I want to hear more of these. This is a fun game. <laughs> it's hashtag things I'll never say. If you think about it, it's really fun. You want a dog? Let's get one. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that and it didn't work. Um, we're going to wrap it up there. But please, things I'll never say. Use hashtag things I'll never I'm say. I'm good at golf. That, <laughs> darn it. I would never say that. Um, I want to say thank you to Nathan for taking part in this experimental nonsense podcast. I know it's been a while, but we'll get this out to you. We're going to have a lot of more sports things coming, uh, so look for that. Keep an eye uh, out for Justin Bieber's new album. Yes, uh, yes, please. Um, you can find us online, 3kbros.blogspot.com, as I said before. Uh, on Twitter, at EXP non, uh, underscore nonsense. You can find us there. We do tweet regularly. Um, hashtag things I'll never say. That's a good game to get involved in. Just let us know that you're doing it. We'll play with you. I want to thank Stitcher uh, Radio, Stitcher.com again, and our friends at Amazon. And um, uh, Pandora and some of the other places that we're always talking about. Yeah. Uh, check us out. Um, thank you for your time. Uh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>